6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. I wanted to start the show with this. The Canadian Race Relations Foundation and the Chiefs of Police National Roundtable have announced uh, formally uh, a joint task force on hate crimes. The task force will be co-chaired by representatives from the uh, Canadian Race Relations Foundation and the RCMP. The Edmonton Police Service, Calgary Police Service has signed on to this as well. All of this comes as the number of hate crimes reported in Canada continues to rise. So what will this do exactly? Let's find out with Mohammed Hashem, who is the executive director of the Canadian Race Relations Foundation, and he is uh, task force co-chair. Mohammed, welcome back to 630 Chad. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be back. Tell me how this all came together. From what I understand, I think um, you know someone introduced you. Did the, did the RCMP uh, approach you and uh, and the foundation to, to to look at this and get things moving? No, we approached them. Ah, uh, uh, no, we. This is obviously. You know, we know that hate crimes have been an increasing problem across this country. We know communities that we talk to that there is a deep sense of disappointment but also disillusionment in terms of, you know, how um, hate crimes are adjudicated. Like, I, I mean, Jalen, if I could ask you, have you heard of anybody being convicted of hate crimes? Maybe once or twice Maybe a year. once or twice, that's about it. I mean, we hear often that charges have been laid, but that's really seems as far as it goes. Exactly. So, like when when that happens, like no one feels that there's a sense of deterrence. No one feels that they will attain a sense of of justice when something hateful happens to them. So people just disengage. They either, like, you know, Statistics Canada had in one study they reported 223,000 uh, hate incidences reported to them by Canadians. However, in the exact same, out of which, out of the 223,000, 130,000 were violent. Mm. Of that, you know how many uh, reported actually to the police? Mm. Like, like 200, like, but 2,000 to 3,000. Mm. So that's a massive gap in terms of what people are experiencing, what is uh, being recorded by the police as potential hate incidences, uh, and even a fraction of that is being charged, and even a fraction of that is being found guilty, and uh, any sense of deterrence being created. You know, I think that there's there 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 has to be a better understanding about um, you know on 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 police services part about how um, some communities number one feel over over police have a distrust of police, um, but then turn around and you know how does that impact um, if there is is an incident how if someone is going to be comfortable number one going to police to report it number two have faith that anything's going to be done that is the biggest question that exists right now and um, and to be honest like that distrust of not being believed um, like so first of all people are over policed black indigenous communities are over policed by far across this country um, but when they are when they actually do go to the police and report something they are under policed where they do not like the police officer may say well we're not really sure we're not 100 percent sure that's a crime or not and like that's even worse so even when you do go to the police and say that this is something wrong that's happened to me because of that systemic bias that like that belief that something has happened is is 
almost dismissed. So what is then the goal of this task force? Uh, you know, is it going to, you know, identify uh, best practices? Is it going to, uh, you, know, I, you know, outline better training? <laughs> you know, wh what is it going to do? Or is it just going to be another task force that's all talk, no action? Uh, if it's one of those, I'll resign. Um, but um, we're not going to let that happen. Of course, and honestly, the people that are involved with it are, are you know, are deeply committed to this work, including Edmonton Police. Mm -hmm. um, I think Inspector Gary Willis is, is, is going to be on it. And um, so, look, I mean, like, what we're trying to do is we're trying to figure out who has the best practices across this country. What are the methodologies that they're using? What, how are police uh, forces investigating it? Are there commonalities? Are there ways that we can take the best of the practices and create some standardization? How do we proliferate that standardization in different police uh, hate crimes units? How do we get that information down to the officer level? How do we get that into the training uh, of those of those officers? And to be frank, there's about 180 police jurisdictions across this country. 180, like getting, and they all run independently. Mm -hmm. So. So what we can do is we can create standards. We can create like the best practices. We can create ways for uh, different police services to take on. Uh, and also, there's a public uh, there's a public component towards this as well. What we want to do is because people don't know. Like first of all, Jalen, I don't know about you, but any time I've gone to a police station, it's it's a bit intimidating. Um, and I think many people go don't know how to a report it. If they do go, if they even report it, like do they walk in? Do they make a phone call? Do they call to make an appointment? Like what information do they need? Do they not need? What information is going to be useful to an officer or not useful to an officer? How do you get that level of information out to the public so that they know what to what information to bring that constitutes a hate crime or a hate incident and then they know for a fact that if they bring that information that they can make the case so that this is going to be adjudicated with some sense of due diligence you know this it's there it's a lot of work ahead Mohammed. let's let's put it this way there's there, there this is a lot of work if this is what uh, you're hoping to achieve if that's what the task force is hoping to achieve and of course you're going to strive for that so um how, regular meetings you know that sort of stuff and what kind of timeline are we looking at two years so it's not, I mean, but it, like not everything is going to get finished, like, you know, in one month, two months, three months, or, or two years. There's going to be a progression of different targets that we've set forward for the, for the, for the committee to create. There's going to be some regular reporting that goes out there to say, here's what we've achieved at, you know, three, six, nine, um, like, you know, 12 months. Like, like we're going to, we're going to start, we're going to start communicating what are the different deliverables that we're, that we're working on. Um, and yeah, there needs to be transparency around this because we want to make sure that it's not just another task force where people are talking about yeah. it, but we're actually creating something that's helpful to communities. You can I talk mean, the talk. They can talk the talk, but they have to walk the walk. Question for you before I run out of time. Y you mentioned about taking a look at uh, services across uh, the country to see who's doing what and who's doing what well when it comes to this. Y off the top of your head, do you know, Do you are, are there any services that you can point to right now and say, hey, you know what, they're doing a really good job at this, and this is what we need to be taking a closer look at? Jalen, I am not going to call somebody out or in. <laughs> no, honestly, like that's like you know, there's there's 
different pieces that are happening in different places. Some are doing training well. Some are doing investigations well. Some of them are doing this well. I think that the point of this task force is to pick the best of the best, and some mm -hmm. of which we have picked from the best of the best locally and where you're at, um, and included as part of the task force so we know uh, we can bring the right people in to find the best practices. Well, hey, you know what? Uh, I think it's I think it's needed, and I look forward to seeing how this unfolds. And uh, and I think it's important that Edmonton Police Service, the Calgary Police Service here in Alberta, involved in this. Mohammed will be watching this closely, and uh, we'll talk again as we progress through this. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. I always appreciate your time and our conversations. Thank you so much for having me. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Mohammed Hashim is the executive director of the Canadian Race Relations Foundation, and the task force uh, coach. So again, uh, the foundation and the Chiefs of Police National Roundtable um, saying, hey, you know what, we are going to put this task force together on, on hate crimes and take a look at uh, how do we increase awareness of, of the scope, the nature and the impact of hate crimes, uh, take a look at police training, engagement with victims and communities, help, um, help the hate crime units across the country. Uh, I, I think that there's a lot of work ahead for this task force, and as as I as I brought up during the interview with Mohammed, that you have to hope that people do more than just talk the talk, but start to walk the walk. And what does that look like? I mean, hey, you know what? We've seen all sorts of reports over the years, haven't we? All sorts of reports, uh, you know, on on issues like this that get put in a fancy-dancy binder. Well, I don't even know if they use binders anymore. On a fob somewhere. And then they sit around and collect dust. You can say you're going to do it, but how are you going to do it? And then do it.